Alrighty, hello all and welcome to the podcast. Uh, my name is Colin. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jackie. And we are three peas in a pickle. pickle. We. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so we'll start off what we're drinking tonight like we usually do. I'm doing the City Lights Brewing Company's Coconut Porter. I'm a big fan of it. Alyssa, what are you up to? I got tea right now, but I already had some nighttime cold medicine and we got some cough drops. Yeah, let's let's let's. Yeah, cold been going through our house, so she's the next victim. Woo! I've I've been lucky to not have the plague yet, but I am having a strawberry wine and it's quite delicious. All righty, we will get into our our first pickle here. My 36 female husband, 38 male of six years, frequently, frequently cries out in pain or grunts anytime there is a difficult or intricate chore to perform. I do not know what to make of it. We have been married for several years, and this happens almost any time there is something to be performed. He will say he jams his finger, has a cramp, bangs something, etc. It was once in, uh, once in a while I'd say he's just clumsy, but it's almost every time there is something we need to do. Today, the dog had a sore on his paw and needed I needed to take a picture to show to the vet. All he had to do was hold the dog's paw. The dog doesn't bite, doesn't even struggle, yet he's grunting and groaning like he's moving a refrigerator. At this point, he is truly getting old and seems overly dramatic. It is not that he refused to help, but somehow it seems like he is a martyr-like, passive-aggressive, or maybe just attention-seeking behavior. I truly hate to ask him to help with stuff just because it leads to eye rolls and arguments. But there are things like moving furniture and taking pictures of a dog paw that come up in life. What do you think his endgame is? He performs the task, but is almost always associated with some minor injury, ache, or pain. He doesn't He doesn't have any chronic illnesses or disease. He only does it when he's asked to perform a task when i asked why he just says that's the way i am i've tried to google it but i can't really find any relevant info so i figured i just ask here has anyone experienced this kind of a favor before so my mind immediately jumps to that concept of like what is called um weaponized incompetence yeah yeah he's actively trying to avoid doing things by being so bad at them i've never had a partner or someone i've dated ever act like this before it's an insane thing to do so you've been married for that long you're almost 40 it's kind of a, a weird move to make I was going to say, he's he's almost 40? Yeah, he's, he's 38. Been married for six years. Okay, so they've been together for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't even know what to make of that. I thought it was just going to be like, he's being lazy in general and just doesn't want to do them. So I was like, oh, okay, let's come up with some solutions. But now, like, hearing the story, I, I'm i flabbergasted. <laughs> I've never had a grown man not be able to do their chores they've been so much worse in other aspects but mm-hmm. as far as household chores i i've never had a single man that i've dated I know. not do their chores so i i genuinely don't know unless it's like shit that i should have done that i've put off for a few days <laughs> no like we complain and we goof and we're like oh man and we're just like oh, like we're like man <laughs> and i just straight up forget things unless it's written down on one of the many whiteboards around but our we house do it. yes we'll do it maybe not as fast as we should or we're like, or we just escapes we'll do our mind it later. Or yeah. it escapes our mind. I think yeah. the worst one for me is I. I will straight up be like, I have a plan, and Colin is so patient and like, as long as we have a plan, it's fine. And then I will literally forget that that plan even exists for how long per se? For eons, it yes. feels like. Okay. And then I feel like a terrible person because like I, it's like I feel like um, I'm like snap back to reality, and I'm like. Oh my God, like there's so much shit I haven't done. <laughs> the reason I'm not mad is because sooner or later you'll hit that wave of product- productivity again. Because there's a product, oh, it moved all out. Now it's an issue over here. It'll get moved eventually. It's like it's just when that next wave hits. Yeah. 
So I, I know it'll happen. I don't know when, but I know it'll move eventually. You're like, I'm not productive in this area anymore. So if like you take over this, I can take over that. Like <laughs> the productivity, like is still there sometimes, but in like different forms. And I'm so <laughs> glad that I have these two wonderful people who acknowledge being mentally ill instead of just being like, no, you're a shitty person. You're a trash panda. Now it's like, we all have our mess. You're just fucking we're, chaos. Yeah, I know it'll all, come eventually. Yeah. We're <laughs> all in different help. degrees. You know. Uh, well. <laughs> Yeah. Asking for Get rides through. every day right now is, is making me want to die. Oh, yes. Oh, have you explained that your car <laughs> oh, died? Oh, I didn't because it literally... I, I can't remember if it did or not. We might as well say it now. I don't think it, well, it happened recently. Like yeah, I can't remember so. if it happened when we did our last recording. Yeah. Or no, that would be this one. So anyway, long story short, I'll just get to it. Um, the hybrid system in my truck went out. And then my regular battery died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... and. I'm, I'm fixing it, but I have to find a temporary solution um, until I can afford to get the parts in and, and tow it to the shop and see if is the entire system, is it just parts, whatever the case may be. Um, but she is inoperable mm-hmm. at this current time. Right now she has a big, sitting, shiny lawn ornament. Um, but I've had the two greatest people have to give me rides <laughs> to and from work, and it has not been... A yummy feeling in my tum-tum having to ask for help, so. <laughs> I said a letter Kenny said, if a friend asks for help, you help him. So that's that's the model I'm going to go with. And I grew up on, uh, you make your own solutions, figure it out. Stop but her. the mentality of, I'm not walking to work. <laughs> no. But back to the thing about the yes, lazy he, husband he is, doing his chores, getting injured, he, doing all the extra shit. He actually died every time this happens. So I don't think divorce... <laughs> This, that seems like too extreme for this. I'd say definitely couples therapy. Like, Something why do you actually, feel this is the... Is this actually a pain thing? Mm-hmm. See, well, I don't know because I'm not trying to throw past friends under the bus and their relationships and things like that. So I won't name them per se. But um, some of my exes, like friends, like when we still lived in Arizona, I swear to God, like if you asked them to do anything, it was like pulling teeth. Like, anything outside of what he wanted to do was, like, pulling teeth. And I'm like, has he always been like that? Because I swear to God, I want to deck him in the face, dude. Like, my friend could ask me to fly to Colorado right now. Like, he's like, I got your ticket. You coming out here? (laughs) I'm going. I'm going to go. Like, that's just who I am as a person. Like, I will always back up my friends if they need it. So I just didn't get it when I'm like, yo, how do you treat your wife like that? Like, that's supposed to be your partner, your friend. You're, like, like the person you're closest to, and you're going to be like, nah, I ain't doing shit. Like, so I've just never understood it. Like, if you don't treat your friends like that, and you go above and beyond for your friends, but not your wife, and, like, that's kind of what he's given me, mm-hmm. but is is there more to it, or was that the whole thing? That was the whole thing. So I think this is definitely a, a therapy situation. Like, why oh, do yeah. you feel that, that every task is so painful? Because I, I seriously doubt you're being hurt this bad yeah. or any way. Well, he and he's saying that this is just the way I am. Like that's I a was bullshit say, answer. If he's saying that's just the way I am, though, is this really new behavior, or is she finally just at the point where she's getting fed up? No, with this, it? Is, this is an ongoing thing. It sounds like they didn't say it the entire marriage, but I would assume so. So it sounds like she's at the point where she's just getting fed up with it. Of like, dude, it's been too long. What is your problem? Her patience has run out, yeah. Because okay, he's, yeah. he's according to her, there's no history of medical issues whatsoever that deal with this. Okay. So it sounds like he just doesn't want to do the day-to-day tasks that well, are nobody does i don't want to fucking do the day-to-day tasks and there's a difference no. between not doing them day-to-day and not doing them at all 
like your little reminder of like, hey, you might want to get <laughs> those dishes before Alyssa gets up. And I was like, hey, I love that you reminded me because I normally would forget. 100% I told her before she even passed out, though. Bitch, I'm not touching them. I am not touching them until after my food coma. Like, I, <laughs> To her done. credit, she did run the dishes afterwards. So she did end up doing them. So Bing bong. We're getting there. <laughs> said progress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Baby steps is still progress. Yeah, it, it's, it's come down to a question of you need to be an adult and do the things you need to do to make your household work. Or get the counseling. But I honestly don't even think counseling would work because if he's not willing to meet you halfway to hold a dog's paw who's not even going to fight back for a picture, baby, I don't think he's going to go with you to couples counseling. So I, I genuinely, for one, I'm it, out of options. You need to give him that first. You need to give him the yeah. shot like because it's not a major, major thing. Yeah. Like, like she's not asking me to clip his nails. Like, no, no. Is this just a shot like, hey, this is an ongoing thing. We need to do something about it. If he says no, then you need to start looking it out because he's decided this is the behavior I want to live with. I don't want to change and make things work. And if that's not the standard that she wants anymore, or if that's not the quality of life that she wants anymore, it's okay to be like, hey, you know what? That actually is a hard limit of mine. But she could she could also just be at that point. Like if she's mentioning it and it's like, hey, this is something that like it's every time I ask you for help, like it's been ongoing. If she's at that point already where she's fed up with that behavior, I think she might already be looking at that avenue of, like, this might just be the 13th reason mm -hmm. for this relationship. Like, I don't want to put up it, with it. They don't mention kids. So I'm, I'm hoping that they do not have kids and they can get out pretty cleanly. If that's the route that they want to take. But mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like, that whole thing is just, like I said. They could be fine. Yeah, everything else could yeah. literally be fine. It could just be, like, one or two things of, like, hey, when I need I your help. help. Yeah. This could be her because she's gone to the internet. I think yeah. this might be her at her breaking point because like I, I, I I'm thinking the same thing. Nobody for. asks Reddit if it's like the first attempt. <laughs> she gave him six years to get his shit together. And he, he he didn't get there. That's, she did longer than I would have. That's an immense amount of patience for that kind of horse shit. All righty, we're gonna move on to our next one here. Am I the asshole for making my daughter and her wife sleep in different rooms? I'm asking here because a friend told me to. Probably a good friend. Uh, my daughter, 31 female, and her wife, 33 female, and their, and their son, 5 male, live in a different state. I, 60 female, always am the one who goes to visit them in their house because of my daughter-in-law's busy schedule work. Uh, work schedule, sorry. My daughter said she wanted to come and see me and her old friends with her, with her family. They are currently renovating their house. They can have a house. They have a house in, in our city and usually stay there And when they really do, really do come over. And my daughter asked me if they could stay with me, and I said, of course. When they arrived, I mentioned that I had prepared a room for each of them, and, and so they each would live in a different room. One for my daughter, one for my daughter-in-law, and they're my grandson. My daughter said that I was being unreasonable and that she wanted to sleep in the same room as her wife. I said I made her and her, her brother and his wife do the same thing when they came to visit, and they never complained. My daughter told me my told my daughter-in-law to arrange a four hotel. I was hurt by her decision, and I hoped she'd just stay, and it was just a few days. She said she hadn't slept apart from her wife in the past nine years and wasn't going to start doing that now. They left and stayed at a hotel. My daughter is still cold to me. And my friends think I act like an asshole. Was I the asshole? Kind of. They're, they're grown adults with a kid. It's weird. It's kind of reminding me of um, my wife's mother. Uh, she assumes we're going to do something if we're in the same room for some reason. That I can't, like, we can't control ourselves, which is... That's the main reason it reminded me of I your tried, mother. I tried so hard to keep a straight face, and then Alyssa looked right at me, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm I'm trying really hard not to laugh because out of a respect thing, I'm I don't know what I'm more surprised by the mom having the audacity 
to ask her grown ass daughter and wife with their kid. with their five year old kid. Nah, y'all can't share a bed. Like, what's the, even if they wanted to, what, what's gonna happen, Barbara? And and just because you're asking a lot your of son, chafing, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen. Okay, no one's gonna be fertilizing children in here, but your husband or your son and his wife separating. In it's different still beds, weird. Like you're still it's still weird. My my parents don't do that to us. It's when we stay there, when we go to visit them and your parents in the yeah. same area. It's weird to ask you to like not sleep next to your wife. Yes, because or you're your automatically husband. insinuating like I think you guys are gonna fuck while you're here. Like first of all, I would never. In my entire life, it's a <laughs> try hard that ass. shit in my parents' house because one, my I'm terrified of my father. First of all, he'll beat my ass for a, a cross breeze. Okay, could you imagine if I if I was married and had a husband? It wouldn't matter that I had a ring. Mm. Like it's so disrespectful to even do that. So like the mom is like, nobody's fucking in here. I just don't want my parents to hear me fuck. That's my main <laughs> thing. Like because I never heard them fuck. I don't want to hear them. I don't want them to hear me. Dang, it's what is it like respect. to have a normal childhood? I know. Not feel but trauma. Like, <laughs> I, one too many, Colin. I know. One too many times. <laughs> I don't need this information in my life. Like, but yeah, here we nice. are. Yes, it's, it's nice not to have, or at least minimal childhood trauma. None of it stems from my parents. No, quite literally. <laughs> and like, sometimes I'll be in my fields and trauma dumping and I'll say something and laugh like it's a stand-up routine. And I look at Alyssa and I'm just like, Sorry, guys, that got real dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it just makes me think, like, we went on vacation with your family, and we all shared a large hotel area, you know, with the, those, like, Like, one duplex. room. Yeah. And your mom actually talks to you and says, I don't. I hope you don't, like, have sex in this room. I'm like, no shit. You're, Un- everyone in this family is in, like, in, like, 10 feet of me. There's no way I, I could even, like, even attempt to get hard in that room it's, it's fucking a half wall it's, it's goddamn impossible like oh <laughs> a half wall with the top being like a window mm-hmm. yeah. there's no way you could like try and no. get that going no. you're like not even if i was to go take a shower because then it's sus if i'm like Alyssa, join me and it's like her whole family like yeah there's no fucking for real dude the, the subtlety's out the window like i i couldn't even take my even if i took like a fistful of viagra that's not gonna fucking happen <laughs> Like pop pop them like they're pezzes. It's not gonna do anything. It's like is that the plural of pez? Pezzes? Pezzes? I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I don't think ever. I think pez is just like in multiple, <laughs> there's multiple moose over there. You don't say mooses. You don't say meese. It's just like it's the same thing. Well, I'm still on the same damn debate about fish because sometimes in the Bible it says two fishes and it it physically pains me because it's like. Why wouldn't you call one? it like a school of fish? That's the multiple. Yeah, a school of fish. But when they like. Specifically in the Bible, it's like two loaves and two fishes, and I'm like, I will end my life. Well, it was also written before <laughs> angels existed, so they're kind of just throwing spaghetti at the wall at that but point. See, like, it's, it's always like... fishies. <laughs> it's always in like the children's Bibles, too, and I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like, you don't know how to read yet. I'm like, eh. yeah. I had a children's Bible. It was, mostly, it was almost 100% pictures, right? It was a little bit of text, but it was almost like 100% oh, yeah. picture story, but like... I was like, Close the religion enough. trauma runs deep, Colin. Do you know how many different Bibles I've had in my life? Good God. It's real easy for Brother Christian to keep up appearances if you got the children's Bible. You got the King James Version, the Living Translation. <laughs> I was never given a Bible past the children's one. Cause like, eh. Really? No. I like, did pri- you I went confirmation? To, like, I did not go to confirmation. Baptisms? Like, I went to, all of I went it? to private Catholic school through um, third grade. Yeah, no, my father could not send me to a... Uh, Catholic school right down the street. He wanted to so bad, and then I hit him with the "I'm gay." 
and it was it was downhill from there. I made my <laughs> brother originally left before I did because he was also in Catholic school at the time, but he transferred out because they didn't have the um, learning assistance programs he needed. Yeah. And then eventually I didn't yeah. want to be there. Like this is like I didn't like give a shit. It wasn't really for me. Plus, like, it, plus, plus, private Catholic school is insanely expensive. I'm like, oh, yeah. like why am I? Like, no, I'm out. And I just transferred to public school. The public school was literally up, up the block to my house. N- no, literally, a, yeah. like this Catholic school, like I could have walked if I truthfully really wanted to, but it was never an option for me. Let's be honest. I wouldn't get into Catholic school, even if I was like a brand new fetus, wasn't even out the womb yet, and they're planning my education. They still wouldn't have let me in. So I, I, I'm so glad I never had to worry about the uniforms or anything like that. But my little sister, she got the short end of the stick there. She had two private schools. No, my, my parents were pretty open about religion. They say, if it's for you, you'll come back around to it when you're ready for it. And that was their approach. Like, if We're not going to force it on you because you're not going to give a That's shit if it's forced right. on you. I know I've, I have healthy, loving parents, and it's kind of weird that I'm the only... I feel I, I, so personally attacked by the way you just <laughs> sat up straight, like, I bring honor to my family, and then I'm over here like, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> I hate it the, the, Yeah. It's like, okay, somebody had to lead the cult, and obviously it wasn't me or your wife. <laughs> all right, I think we've lost track. We're just going to move on, but I think we've lost the, the fucking... But yes, you are the asshole for making... First of all, your adult children, whether they be gay, straight, bi, whatever the fuck yeah, they they're married. Be, they're, they're together They're forever. married yeah. as fuck. They're grown adults. And honestly, if they did decide to fuck in the room of that house with you there, that's some fucking weird shit. Yeah, like, it, it, I, if you can get hard in your parents' house sharing a wall next to them, therapy on everyone. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you somehow can get that aroused in that space, it's a... It's insane. Can I? Okay, moving on. Uh, am I the asshole for telling my mom and stepdad my dad doesn't owe them or their kids anything and they are teaching my half-sibling to be just as entitled as they are? No, you're not the asshole. It, it, it's a fair shot to make. That title is really all I need, but I'll let you go ahead. My mom left... No, my mom <laughs> left... Jesus Christ, I can read. I'm an adult. My mom left mine and my sister's dad. Cause that's improper grammar, I'm pretty sure. Says, like, you would say... All right, grammar Nazi, move on. All right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I can't read when it's bad grammar. All right. It says 2M and 1F, but that's not right. Two months, I guess. and Because 1F is not a measurement for time. I don't fuck... They're probably... Let's say, let's say two months and one year old. Let's see if it's a typo. Our parents split custody of us, but as you can imagine, it was not a, a beautiful... It was not a beautiful... Everyone in Best Friend Forever kind of blended family. So it was, there was animosity... Between the, the two groups, the dad and the, the mom, there's animosity there. Dad was hurt, of course. Uh, dad was still uh, probably in, is in many ways probably still hurt. Mom is the one who told us what happened when we were still small, maybe when we were five or six, because she thought we were still confused by the fact that dad was not going to meet her and my stepdad's baby and the fact that they weren't around uh, the baby all the time, which is something we thought we were sad about. We were never confused about my dad not being around the baby. We knew why. Because the baby was not his kid and like we were his kids. We also weren't exactly sad because babies are loud and we loved our dad's house. His house had him, we had more outdoor space, and we had kids to play with in the neighborhood. I think it did more harm than good the way my mom talked to talked about it because she came across to us like she wanted us to dislike our dad for being mad at her for leaving him, leaving him for our stepdad. There was a point a year ago when my sister said that she felt like mom wanted us to stay, say we were glad it happened or something. I kind of got that too. 
my sister could, could not put it into words uh, where I couldn't before. Uh, my parents don't really talk. I think my dad is mad, isn't mad anymore, but he's never going to go out of his way for our mom or stepdad. I don't think he's wrong for that either. They don't care about his feelings. Half-siblings half aren't any of his concerns, so it's never going to bother me because it's not his kid. He's not in that fight. A couple of years ago, my mom and stepdad got into a car accident where, while we were at school. My sister and I were at my dad's that week, so he picked us up from school like normal. I'm not sure who asked or how many different people asked him, but at least one person asked me to pick up my half-sibling from school when he picked us up. They were in different schools, and they are, uh, but they are right next to each other, so they're maybe like a middle school and a high school, like, like it could be right apart. My dad said no, and he didn't take them, but someone communicated badly be because my half-siblings were, were left there, and it became a whole ordeal. My dad ended up being painted as the bad guy. My half-siblings were made aware of the fact that my dad did not pick them up and how wrong others thought that was. My dad has now spoken about like he owed them something and didn't follow through. My stepdad has called him a petty asshole. I'm tired of it when my mom and stepdad were bitching about how cruel he was to our half-siblings. I told them my dad didn't owe their kids anything. And given how much my siblings speak crap about him, my dad, they were making them just as entitled as the two of them are. That they should never been told shit about shit and should not think my dad owes them anything. They tried to ground me for speaking to them in that way, and I told them they were ridiculous, and I was so done with them. My mom said that I'm the oldest, and I should be more compassionate and understanding. She also accused me of being like my dad. Am I the asshole? Yeah, I was going to say, how young are the stepkids? Because I was like, yeah, if they are assholes, and I was the dad, I'd be like, your grandma is down the block. She can pick your asses up. (laughs) Once you had the car being gone, as the parents, both the father and the mother, it's your responsibility. You can't, like, oh, I can't do it, or that's not my case. I got to pick up my kids. That's that's on you. That's you to figure out the situation, not blame somebody else. Like, oh, they got left there. Like, well, because you didn't, you stopped trying after option (laughs) one. Like, ah, it's his fault now. That's, so I do agree. I do agree. Like, he had every right to say no, 110%. Like, it's on his kids. At the end of the day, like, they're really not his concern. However, I do think it was savage as fuck. <laughs> oh, it's, it, <laughs> For him don't get me wrong. It like, is, nah, fuck them He could have been the better man. <laughs> it is the only wrong was, choice to make. I even wrote down, I was like, he an a-hole for leaving them kids, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is ethically and morally wrong that he did that, but he's also justifying, like, hey, this is not my he issue. He was well within his right. Yeah. They're not his kids. But it still is one of those moments where, like, I couldn't do it, man. Even no. if I was like, man, fuck my ex, fuck them kids. The kids are innocent. It's, I was going to say, the kids played no part in this role. So no. I'm like, get the fuck in the truck. But God damn it, I swear to God, I'm beating your ass on sight. Mm. So it's like, you say it's, one thing and I'm dropping you off. Right, on you say one thing and walking in the fucking rain. I don't care. Get pneumonia. Play with me. Sit down, put your seatbelt on. But uh, savage as fuck for just leaving oh, at yeah. school when it was next door, bitch. It wasn't even like you had to do an extra stop. Like, they were next door. They could have walked over and met like, you. Like, Literally, they could have came to you, but it's not your responsibility. After he said no, though, it's not like the parents just stopped trying. Like, oh, I was just about to say that. Fault. Exactly. It's, yeah, it is back onto the parents of saying, hey, okay, well, somebody needs to get my kid from school. Um, and back to the parents or the mom and the stepdad or whatever mm-hmm. with the oldest daughter being like, yes. you need to do me, me, me. It doesn't matter how old the kids get. You will never owe your parents shit. Correct. It is not your responsibility to honestly do anything for them on any emotional or mental capacity. <laughs> and I had that conversation with my little sister the other day. I was like, listen, you can set boundaries with your mom and my dad, like you can set that boundary of, Hey, I understand. I forgot 
to vacuum or whatever the case may be before she mm-hmm. went out. But I don't appreciate how you talk to me. Yeah. Like the, the response that I got from you made me feel unsafe. It made me feel insecure and unheard. And I'm telling you, please don't talk to me like that. And I'm like, honestly, if there's an issue, he can call me because I'm the only told her said it. I'm like, dad, mm-hmm. call me then. Yeah. <laughs> call me because you're not going to talk to her crazy. But that being said, at the same time, I think this whole thing is messy. And I don't think the dad is the asshole at all because they're not his kids. They're not his responsibility. That mom decided to cut all ties with that father Mm -hmm. and say, I'm leaving you. Okay, at that point that you said, I'm leaving you, you are no longer tied together for anything. That man owes you nothing. In fact, it was your choice to leave him. Yes. And now you expect him to do something for a kid that's not even his. Like, that's literally like my dad asking my mom to give child support for Ava. Like, I love that kid. And I will always defend her and protect her. And, like, that's my baby. I don't care regardless. Mm -hmm. But we have different moms. Yeah. Yeah. That's, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how close our relationship is. It's the equivalent of my mom now being Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to pay you child support. The kid's not mine (laughs) just because we have three kids together and you're struggling. You know, that's not my responsibility. That's the same thing. This dad is like, it's it's not my responsibility to take care of of your kids because of your poor planning. And that doesn't make me an asshole. Now, morally, like we did say that that was kind of a dick move. It was no extra additional steps for you. It was a matter of principle for you. Was it though? Like last minute? Was it like last second? Was it like, are you actually in a car accident? Right. You're pulling away. There's five cars behind him in the, in the car park. Like, you know how fucking schools. Girl, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Crossing guard days behind me. All right. He was like, I had five seconds to make, that call and i said fuck those kids i'm just imagining like me being the crossing guard coming out hey you're so and so's dad um i got a call from the from mom saying that they're not able to get them are i know you guys live close by are you able to grab them i'm just imagining the, the dad being like no and i'm just like i will say we don't right. know if the the mom and the dad live even anywhere near each other anymore. That's yeah. the issue. Then no, I know, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if they lived next door and the school was right there, and he said, "No," I'm like, "Bro, that's petty as fuck." Like, again, well within your right. It's just oh, yeah. that's fucked. It's morally wrong, but yeah, you should have the kids out. I, I was gonna say, but it's also not the kids' responsibility to make sure they have a ride home because mom got in an accident. Well, I will say that mom sounds extra shitty when she says to the daughter, you're just like your dad. You're being like your dad. Like, yeah, mm. you you chose to have kids with him, and now you're going to literally weaponize that the kids are like their family. Like, no shit, she's like her dad. That It's her fucking dad, dipshit. Yeah. Like, I hate when people try to say it like it's a bad thing. Like, this just is my parents. Yeah. You think I'm not going to get qualities from them? That, yeah. The science isn't science, honey. Genetics are a thing. Yeah, so bottom line is... <laughs> No, don't take shit from your mom when she's being shitty like that. But, Dad, you should have stepped up and helped those kids out. That's the morally correct thing to do. Now, see, should he, again, morally, yes. But I don't blame him for not helping him. Like, I I don't hold it against him and think he's an asshole because he didn't. I I feel bad for the kids (laughs) because their mom is shitty. But I don't blame that Maybe they got double shit. Maybe the dad's shitty, too. Maybe their dad's shitty, too, and they got the double shit. I guarantee you it is. <laughs> but don't call out those kids like that. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to move on to the next one here. Uh, relationship advice. Wife, female, 34, told me, male, 38, she is disgusted with my body. I lost 60 pounds in the last year. Now my weight is 150 pounds, height 5'10". 
I eat normally and I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary. During 10 years together with my wife, she said I should try and lose weight. Now that I have worked hard and lost the weight, she is very bluntly telling me I look disgusting and she is repulsed by me. She has given me the ultimate to gain the weight or lose the marriage. I have been taken back and surprised at her reaction to my weight loss. I had imagined I was going to improve her relationship. I'm really lost for a way to respond to her. At first, I thought uh, I felt like she's body shaming me and was told that I was being until that was bullshit. Should I give up trying to defend myself or just realize our marriage isn't working? The reason I picked this one out is because I'm about 5'10, 5'11. I was 150 pounds when we started dating Alyssa. Now I am 210. Or about 212. Point is, it's the exact reverse oh, of my... Oh, high five, Colin! It's just the exact reverse journey that he went on. So. I literally weigh 3.8 pounds more than you. I weighed myself today. <laughs> and we I look just, very I, different. I just say that's funny because I'm the same height as man. I went, the exact weight, I went the exact weight loss journey that he went on. That I went from 150 to 212. I'm like, I'm, huh. How do you how do you feel about that, Alyssa? Do I, do I repulse you yet? <laughs> and I went the opposite fucking direction than this guy did? I hate everything. No. <laughs> Okay, but I, I was I, like, your legs are meatier, but that's because you you got muscle now. Yeah, all my yeah, I will admit all my strength is in my legs because I I went into powerlifting. Uh, my bench is dog shit at one at two forty five. Squat topped it out at uh, four eighty, and then deadlift at five oh five. Okay, so bitch. All, okay, all, he's like, the, my stats are terrible. My PR no, wasn't even no, mentioned. My, my, my point is, my my bench is dog shit. Because it should be in, like, mid-300s. Like, if you compare my stats, like, to where other men are, the same weight class, it's, like, mid-300s. Like, mine is, like, a fucking way, way, way below average. So, it's it just, my upper body is dog shit. All, all my muscles in my legs. But I find <laughs> it at odd that she was saying, I want you to lose weight earlier on in the first 10 years of the day. I, yes. Then as soon as he does it, like... He's like, put it back. Regret, I regret this. Go, go back. You fucked Put it back. Like, <laughs> but see, the thing is, though, like, once you get past the first, like, 20 pounds like bulking oh, yeah. is different than than losing oh, yeah, yeah. both are very difficult yes, yes like very i'm true. not i'm not gonna undermine that shit that's hard yeah. as fuck especially maintain that kind of stuff yeah yeah especially when you're trying to bulk and tell at the same time so you're like oh no you're constantly as weird ass fucking fluctuants but w- with his specific journey like i feel that shit like that first 60 pounds was like Everyone was like, it's always the hardest thing to do. And it was like, for me specifically, it wasn't more so difficult. It was more of like a mental thing of like, fuck, this has to be a lifestyle change. But mm-hmm. I, I am not the person to do it all at once. So the fact that he got there and he's like, dude, I'm feeling solid. And she's like, like, you a, repulsed a year. me. So it bothered me that she had multiple milestones to say something. I was going to say 60 pounds in a year. Yeah, she had a full year to say something and all the steps in between. I was like, that's a pretty, that's like a, a pretty like it's slow pace steady yeah. going throughout the year so my point is like you had a whole year to say something you just yeah did. you waited like i oh, look i did it and like mm, no you didn't go back go back and just I, do it all I, back i think that's kind of shitty though too but i i, I feel like liz had something to say because you just looked at me funny no oh <laughs> that's why we can't make <coughs> eye contact you're like eye contact ew yeah mm. oh, we had a whole conversation here like <laughs> As an adult and professional organization, like I had to have eye contact conversations, and I tried to talk to Jackie right in the eyes, and like, are you mad at me? Like, no, I'm just having a conversation with you. <laughs> I'm looking at you while I talk to you, so you know that I'm addressing you. And yet, I will only use full on, full force eye contact when I'm at work because I refuse to back. Yes, I refuse to back down to anybody staring at me at work, especially when I'm online. I will stare at them like this, Colin, look at me. I'll be like, so how's our day going? You having a good one? 
Like, like I will not break. But the second I get home, don't look at me. I'm a fetus. <laughs> I won't look at people at work either. Every now and again, I'll break away and just stare at the food. <laughs> I'm like still doing my job. And I'm like, yeah, so what do you need? <laughs> not literally like a dirty little hamster. But back to the... We have to stop doing this. Well, back to that. I, I wrote down pretty aggressively and the marriage. And this is why. Because he is on a journey of like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this for myself and my relationships and everyone around me, like blah, 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 whatever his reasons may be, loses the first 60 and now his wife has already said, mm, I'm not really here for your body. Like that's, or I'm here only for your body. Like that's really what does it for me. And that's kind of a really gross mindset that's never going to change. Like yeah. your body is going to evolve. It's going to change. It's going to get bigger and smaller, maybe smaller and bigger. Like it, you never fucking know. Your soul will outlive your earthly body. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like she's on that journey of, sorry, I'm getting, I took my meds. <laughs> took my meds and that breath was hurting real bad. Don't worry, I will edit out there. Thank you. No, leave it in. Fucking Ronald Weasley. I'll, I'll save what I can. Gasping for air over here. Anyway, so <laughs> that journey is hard enough already. And to literally look at her husband and say, you repulse me, it, it that would be devastating like especially for me specifically like one of the biggest things for me in my journey was i still don't see the progress on myself i'll catch it and like glimpse and be and pieces like here and there where i'm like oh shit my clothes don't fucking fit i need to get clothes that fit um but then in the mirror i'll still see when i was like 318 pounds and like i know mentally that number is not there but seeing it and knowing are two different things. And he's lucky enough that he's like, I see it, I feel it, I'm wonderful. And you're gonna look at him and say, you fucking, just, yeah, like you're uh, disgusting. It, it hurts the most. Like, he thought that it was because that like, is said, devastating. Like, his relationship, like, oh, I look better, I'm healthier. Like, no, go back to go back to full on dad bod. Like, like, like that is the type of shit. Like, as harsh as it sounds, that is the reason why people fucking kill themselves. Like, he put all this effort in, and if he's in the wrong mindset of like, I did this for you, and the one person he wants support from is his wife, and she says, "You disgust me, death." Mm-hmm. I, I I mentally couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I think that's really fucking shitty. He needs to get out yeah, and find somebody who's with that journey. Divorce. That's a, a quality. That's really. a hard line for They're me. They're saying, I don't love you for you. I love you for what you look like. Yeah. That, that's, that's a very hard line very for me. Very shallow horseshit. I would have been like, like the way you should have supported been like, oh, you're on, really on this journey. Like I would have been like, are yeah. you going to continue? Like where, where, where is your journey going to go your goal after look this? Like, like, what's what's your gonna, plan? Yeah. Even if it's not an end number. Even if it's just like, oh, I, this is my end goal. I want to be able to lift this. Yeah. Or I want to feel this way. Exactly. About, like, when I run I'm saying, like, how are you going to maintain this? Are you going to go past just, it? Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's journey is different. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I made a very, like, important piece on, like, every single one of my – it does not matter which dating platform I'm on. I always have the photo of what I looked like in the very, very beginning. And then I've got a few more photos where I'll randomly circle through, like, updating one or two of them at a time because <laughs> I very well – all it takes is one midlife crisis – and I guarantee you, it, it's going to slowly spiral and come back. And if it does, is that a journey that you're mentally prepared for? Or are you only set up for when I'm at 200? When you're um, peak or, or when you're peaking. Exactly. Like exactly. So know what, <laughs> know what you're getting because I'm both. <laughs> I will eat with you for 30 days straight and then complain I need to go to the gym. But if you're only here for what I look like as the number on the scale goes down and that's what you're going to tie my worth to, you can get the fuck up out of my life real fast. I really don't have time for it. So I think he really needs to go. If, if that's the journey he wants to be on, if that's all the weight he wanted to lose regardless, yeah. 
I wouldn't lose any more. At his height, who was at 150, I would have gone even lower. That, that's yeah. I was like, well, I'm five foot three, and the fact that I literally weigh three pounds more than you. <laughs> well, no, I got <laughs> nearly. A, I'm nearly a foot tall on you, so you're you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, like 150 at that height, I was I was a cross country runner. I was running like long distance regularly. I wouldn't go below that weight. He's kinda, a track star. I was like, we got hips and curves. So. <laughs> 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 Just hit the fuck out of my teeth. Okay. <laughs> So I think we got our opinions out on that But one. yes, I think he needs to file. Oh yeah, he needs to get out. And yeah. as shitty as that sounds, I'm pretty certain you know she could be a wonderful person, a wonderful wife, whatever the case may be. But the fact she does not support him. Let me finish. How could the you fact say that, that he does because listen, she might be great to thousands of other people, but the fact that she's tearing down her husband, 100% shit. I don't fucking like my ex. I think he's a garbage human being who fucking manipulates people. But you know what? He might treat his new bitch better than he ever fucking treated me. Is that a long shot? Absolutely. Well, we also know that's not true. We have reports. <laughs> that We've got the accurate. receipts. We've got the tea. Oh, we got lots of apparently. You're gonna get lots of extra. I don't even too. want it. These motherfuckers just be giving it to oh, me, yeah. and I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. I'm getting laid regularly. My DMs are flooding. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Like, I could give a fuck less what Mr. Tumnus is doing. But thanks for sharing and catching me up. But there always is that possibility, like, as shitty as it sounds, as where his wife right now is like, no, you fucking repulse me and you're disgusting. She could go find a fucking bodybuilder who their only fucking thing with them is also skin deep who will hold her to the same standard. Mm -hmm. So match made in fucking heaven, but he does need to leave and find somebody who's worth his kindness and his heart and who he is as a person, not just what his physical body looks like. Agreed. So we will move on to our next one. It's another am I the asshole? I, 26 female, live in a two-story house with my husband, Lou, 27 male, and our triplets. We also have two dogs. Lou and my brother, Gabe, 16 male, do not get along. They hate each other. Our parents are extremely homophobic, and when Gabe came out as gay, they kicked him out with nothing. Gabe asked if he could stay with us, but Lou immediately said no, and I get why. I told Gabe no and didn't want him living with us. He said we were cruel, and and he just got kicked out for being gay. Lou chimed in and said while him being gay was the main reason, it wasn't the only reason he got kicked out. Gabe is an extremely misbehaved child. He steals, he fights, he smokes wherever he wants, uh, broke out boundaries many times, he breaks things, straight up doesn't listen, and he's a filthy child. He stayed with us for a week before, and it was horrible. So they gave him a trial run, essentially, at some point, and he just yeah. like, fucked it. He dropped out of school and refuses to work. Literally, during this conversation, Lou asked if he would get a job, and he laughed at Lou as if he was joking about that. Gabe is also rude to our children. That's kind of the, the line in the sand. I was, no, everything was the line in the sand, but I'm going to let you finish uh, reading it. Lou said that maybe if his behavior got better, we would let him move in with us, but not now. Our family members also refused to help Gabe, so currently Gabe is staying in a hotel with the money me and Lou gave him. He is blessing us on social media calling us homophobes. So am I the asshole? Like, you gave him money. Like, even like, oh, we can't have you in this house because you're shit to our children. That's a, that's the biggest thing. You're being mean to our kids. and they're, they, you know. But they gave you, they still give you money like, to support yourself. They didn't throw you out with nothing. They hear. Does it say how old Gabe is? 16. Okay. And uh, how old is his sister? Uh, sister is 26. Male of uh, the husband, Lou, is 27. So they're roughly our ages. Okay. I'm just. Okay. So there's a lot going on here and i feel like there's a lot being left out um because some of the things in the beginning besides like stealing and and breaking shit inside and things like i I never fucking did even during my drug addiction he's he's a very um 
violent individually with at least sound like that. And he, yeah. ref- he dropped out of school and yeah. he refuses to work. Yes. Like, what are you, what's your game plan here, buddy? So, all of those, literally, and the whole like being gay thing isn't even on my fucking Oh, radar no, that right kind of went out the window. Like, you got kicked out for that. Yeah. This, but the rest of it makes you unhousable. I agree to a certain extent. I don't think what Gabe is looking for is a free ride or a handout of like, hey, I need help. I think what he's genuinely looking for is like, he needs something outside of his family's help. Like, this is no longer, I can help you by housing. This is, you need therapy. You need to find what works for you. You need a routine, a clean living house, a living, something. Get him the help that he needs. This isn't a matter of, am I an asshole because I don't want him to live with me? No, you're not an asshole because you don't want somebody who is going to treat your kids like shit, first of all. That's kind of fucked up. That's a line Like, what the the fuck did the kids do to you? Everything else I can maybe because we were looking into public adoption. We we were kind of ready for a lot of that stuff. Like, you. Yeah, you you take on that baggage when you do adoption. But when it comes to your little brother doing that bullshit, I'm telling you right the fuck now, if they've ever tried that shit with me and we had kids in the fucking house, we would be treating it like it is WWE Monday Night fucking Raw. Yeah, we told our... The, like, we are laying shit out. I don't care. Yeah, when we were in the adoption, we told our line in sand was uh, animal abuse. We have, we have cats in the house. Like, we, we yeah. can't... No, that, that's not something no. I can let fly. No. So, extended, of course, close to people. If you're going to start abusing other people or anything like that, if that's unacceptable. We said, like, minor thing. Like, like a two-year-old throwing through. a fit is different than a 16-year-old throwing yeah. a fit. There's a, there's a scale here. So I'm not saying no violence, but... Like we're willing to work things. on biting because there's yeah. me and, and biting and, like, and, and if you're like hitting yourself in the head like like if you're like self harming like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, my, my niece used to do that shit all the time and it would like scare the fuck out of me like the shit that she would say. I'm like, what goes on in this house, dude? Terrifying. But no, that's that's the hard line in the sand where I'd be like, listen, I was willing to work with you on all of these different attributes that you have. I was willing to get you the help that you need. We can look at therapists. We can look at counseling, whatever the case may be. Like, shit, if you need, like, you're going to get a job. Like, this is not a fucking game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if you have to br- come to fucking work with me. Like, you're getting a job and you're going to show up. Like, I would be dragging their little asses with me. Like, okay, it's one or the other motherfucker. Either you get to work or you get to go to school. It's one or the other. If it's both, great, but you're doing one. I would highly recommend school. It'll be a lot easier than yeah, coming to work with it me. It pays off in the long run, for the most part. But the kids, again, is I, I fully agree with you, is where I draw the line. But I don't think she's an asshole for being like, you are not coming up in my house. And she gave them money, like, hey, we're not going to let you drown here. We're going to Yeah, set you we're up giving you a leg up, but mm-hmm. that money is going to run out, and then what? But see, the thing is, this is also something that could potentially, as shitty as this sounds, could potentially play in his favor with getting assistance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because he can end up going through, depending on which state they're in, and saying, hey, this is my current situation. Um, luckily for a lot of states, current, what when was this published? Recent? Yeah. Well, that's like 2023? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Luckily now, as many as... And as many programs as there weren't before, there are now. So, like, in Arizona, there was not a lot of resources for members of the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. Now, they're fucking everywhere, and I couldn't be prouder. I'm like, come on, Arizona, we're doing the thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, now, there are options out there where you can call and say, hey, this is my situation. 
you can go to an actual shelter for LGBTQ youth. They have counseling services. They will offer you a bed. They will offer you a free meal and they can help you with job searching, with getting your GED if that's the route you want to take. And mm -hmm. if he wants to act like he's for the streets, that's fine. You can be for the streets and fight and do all this extra shit. But at least know the resources are there ready for available when you're ready to stop fucking around. Yeah. Like let him know that you still love him and you still care about him and give him the tools that he needs to say, hey, I did all the research for you. Here's the fucking tools that you need to figure out your shit. You clearly don't fucking want my help. All yeah. you want to do is wreak havoc. Figure your fucking shit out he, and then wash your hands of he, it. He That's all a, you can do. He needs a lot of maturing to do. He needs to pick a lane yeah. in the future. He needs a five-year plan. He doesn't need a, a long-term He needs long a tomorrow and the next day's yeah. plan. Fuck a five-year plan. He doesn't even know what he's doing next week. Fair enough. He's, he's at a stage where he, he doesn't know what he's doing. So he I'm saying to. she she gives him the tools he needs. Say, look, I did the research for you. This is as far as I can love you from a distance for, and mm -hmm. this is as much as I can help you with, and wash your hands of it because he is not going to change unless he is ready, and there is help that you cannot give him. Yeah. So that's that's my 10 cents. <coughs> so I think we've, we've given a, a hard answer to that one. You need to help him somehow, but... I'm still mad about he, the kids. Yeah. He's not ready to receive. I'm not letting it go. Yeah, I, no, I don't blame him. He, he, I don't think he's in a position to, to receive help at this moment. You need to kind of give him, here's all the help we can give you, like you're saying. Yeah, it's a structured bubble. Yeah. Just yeah. Away from kids. <laughs> give him every opportunity to succeed without uh, risking your kids. That's the I, best advice we can give you I'm, I'm still upset what the fuck the kids had to do with his bullshit, bro. Like, how the fuck are you going to just, like, I, that's I, the I, one thing that I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with you being gay. And as a part of the member of the Alphabet Mafia, bro, it's not homophobic. I, I think he's just angry and lashing <laughs> yeah. out at everyone within a, a five-foot radius of him. All yeah. Right. We'll move on to our next one. It's also an Am I the Asshole because these are the kind of fun <laughs> ones. they like, hey, why are you making these life choices? All right. I once again clipped out the title because I didn't feel like reading it. I'll start by explaining some backstory. I, 54 male, lost my first wife when my son, 25 male, and my daughter, 22 female, were ages 9 and 12. Both kids took it hard, as you would expect, and to this day have a poor relationship with my current wife, Doreen, 49 female, and my stepdaughter, Amy, 18 female. Uh, I started dating Doreen about four months after my first wife passed. That seems too soon. How many? Four? Four whole months. Months. As such, kids believe I cheated on them from their mom. Reasonable assumption. Amy was five when we got together, and I see as such as I am, I see her as my own daughter. On to the actual story. Four years ago, two days before Kay's high school graduation, Amy got very ill while visiting her grandparents and ended up needing an emergency surgery. My wife and I rushed to be with Amy, and admittedly, I did not communicate well with Kay. At the time, Kay didn't pick up my call, so I left a voicemail and several text messages. Explain what happened and telling Kay I was sorry, but I would make it up to her. A few hours go by and I get a call from Kay. She is in hysterics, telling me I am what a terrible father I am, and say that I do not that if I do not attend her graduation, I would be dead to her. I chose to support Amy. It makes sense your kids in an emergency surgery. At the same time, your your mom's already there, right? Kind of. One kid is graduating, and the other kid is potentially dying. Yes. True to her words, Kay did not contact me on the day of her graduation. And when and when came home, Kay's things had been moved out of the, of the house with a note explaining that we were no longer family and to never contact her again. Wait, so the daughter was already out of surgery? Because you had said, like, sh they had went to go support their, their kid while she's in surgery, and if she misses graduation, then, so like, like, he's dead to her? It's on graduation day. Amy is in the hospital getting surgery. 
and it's like the daughter K calls him, hey, if you do not show up, you're dead to me. Because you, you, cause you still have the whole, like, probably in a morning thing that happened. Mm. You have later in the day to get the graduation, you said. I was going to say, my high school graduation started, like, late. So I'm saying she probably got sick earlier in the day. Couldn't reach her. They reached okay. her. Say, hey, come here or we're, we're, we're done. Luckily, Kay and I were able to reconcile. However, I promised her I would give her absolutely anything in the world to make, make her forgive me. She said that she would forgive me as long as I refused to attend Amy's graduation. And this is the only way it's fair. I agreed at the time thinking she was only joking or angry and would soon forget. This leads me to now. Invitations for Amy's graduations went out. And despite all hostility, Amy went to make sure Kay got one. Kay called Amy later that day and said she would be unable to attend as she and I were planning to spend the day together per our agreement. Amy broke down in tears, asking me why I was missing her graduation. I assured her I was I was not, and then I would speak to Kay. Later, I explained to Kay that I simply could not miss Amy's graduation. Kay launched into a tirade about how I was a liar and an asshole, and how could I do this to her again. I told her we would talk, and when she calmed down, and she said we would never talk again. My son and several of our extended family have all taken Kay's side, saying I didn't see how much she was hurt at the graduation. My wife believes that I am the asshole for ever promising that in the first place, as I should have known it was only going to upset both one or both girls. And Amy is just sad and confused, wondering why Kay hates her. I know keeping my promise and not attending Amy's graduation is probably the only way to salvage my relationship with Kay. But no matter how I look at it, I would feel like I'm punishing Amy for having a mental issue, so am I the asshole? Really, you, you put yourself into a pinch here. There is I, an edit, or do you want to respond first? I was going to say, I think I'm going to respond and then read the edit. I sure. Honestly, I think Kay's kind of the asshole here. Yeah. I think Kay's kind of the asshole only because I understand, like, if your dad missed your graduation. Like, that's mm. a very big, important day. And I told my family the same thing. Like, I told my mom, if you are not no, – no, granted, she had to come down because I was flying back <laughs> to Kansas for school – but I was like, if you guys do not show up to my fucking graduation, I swear to God, I'll end my life on this football field because everybody came to my older sister's graduation mm-hmm. and I always came last. Okay. They pulled like, all the everything, kind of like everything I did was like last minute or half-assed. Like prom, I didn't get to go until my senior year and I literally wasn't even about to like be able to go because I got arrested. The only reason I was able to go is because we already bought the dress. Dead ass. So it's like <laughs> all of these things got taken away from me. So I get where Kay's sitting of like, this is the last thing I want from you. I'm like, all you have to do is show up for graduation. But why are you dead ass punishing Amy yeah, it's an eye for being eye. sick? It's the whole world blind kind of thing. It, like, exactly. You're, you're not gaining anything. Yeah, and I feel Amy. like <laughs> because it's not like Amy was like, ah, I want to die. Like, take me out. And was like, fuck you, Kay. And I really don't think that making a deal with the devil of, well, you're going to miss Amy's graduation, then that's how it's going to be fair. Like, I would never rob my little sister of an experience with our father because he did me dirty at one. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of fucked up and vindictive. And I feel like Kay is being an asshole regardless of what her father said or did. I think it is a dick move that her dad would agree to that and then later take advantage of being like, no, I'm just going to brush it off. (laughs) So this is she a was whole like, yeah, okay, ass. sweetie, I won't go to her graduation. Yeah, the fact that yeah. you didn't take the, the thing serious was kind of an asshole move out the gate. Yeah, like, I literally would have been like, hey, Kay, listen, I understand, like, you're upset and frustrated about your graduation, and you feel like you never want to talk to me, but I feel like that's such a drastic move if it was just about the graduation. Like, for it to be that big of a response, I feel like this was, like, a constant, like, 
she had been let down at every opportunity she had asked her father to be present for. And this was the last, like, if you want a relationship with me, this is your last attempt before I'm fully an adult. And I say, go fuck yourself. Because I would have never gone no contact at my high school graduation, despite what growing up in my household with my father was like. Like, despite moving cross country <laughs> for school, <laughs> I still w didn't lose contact at that point, even after graduation with him. So something tells me this was her last straw of like, I want oh, yeah. a relationship with you. This is what I'm asking you to do. So from where she's sitting, I see why she's like, no, fuck you. You literally couldn't even do the bare minimum of what I'm asking you to. Because even if Amy's in surgery, what are you going to do? Support her from a waiting room? I, I know. The thing is, the mother was there. I understand that argument. Like, hey, mom's here. But you're, you're not adding extra here. Yes. And, and the thing is, her mom's not here her mom is gone oh yeah so yeah. without her dad showing up unless she has other siblings or aunts or uncles but it's not the same no it's not the same like no. do you know how many times i wish my parents sat through my entire dance recital and how many numbers they missed because they thought i was only in one and then they would leave and come back they stayed Mm -hmm. From all every single one of my older sister dance performances, they stayed for. Every single concert, swimming, th they stayed yeah. for. Choir concerts, they leave early. Dance concerts, they leave early. And I'm like, why can't you just fucking stay for my shows? Graduation, they left early. I have no pictures whatsoever with my with my dad that's, that's on graduation day. So we'll we'll do the edit so they can make sure. Yeah, what he, what's yeah. the edit though? Because this whole thing is just super fucking shitty of Kay and the dad. But Amy, <laughs> for once, Amy ain't do shit. She's like, what I do? I never. Fuck me, am uh, I right? So first off, I never cheated on my first wife. Your accusations are honestly tiring and disgusting. Oh, wait, is this the dad responding to the daughter's post? No, this is he, he, this is dad's post. This is dad responding. Oh damn it! I was like, the comment. tea is hot. No, no. Continue. Okay. I'm sorry. That's right. I forgot the dad wrote this. Yes. Ugh. Amy's bio father was never in her life. I am not Amy's biological father. That has never even been in question as we are not the same race. But you can still, that's not how that works. I was going <laughs> to You can be a white dad and a black wife. I you was going to say, my, yeah, my interracial children are probably going to be very, very light-skinned because I'm pale as hell. <laughs> okay, uh, Amy had appendicitis. She was staying that's over right, four same. hours away from the grandparents' house at the time that we were... Left and Doreen's mother, we would give us. Uh, she passed out and wouldn't wake up. As Alyssa has had appendicitis, I did not pass out. No, but, but it wasn't it was a good awful. time. Yes, it was not a good time. Uh, I do not believe Kay when she said she wanted me to miss Amy's graduation, as it seemed to be a ridiculous request. Despite what you have all believe, and our relationship was fine after the event. We were in nearly daily contact. And she would frequently visit us. Yeah, because she's under the impression that you're not going to go to Amy's graduation. Uh, uh, there's one last thing. My daughter was moved out of our house for about a month and a half, after which we made up and she returned to live with us okay. for another two years before going away to college. So she was only gone for, what, six weeks? Not the. It wasn't a huge deal. I don't probably would stay with her friends, something like that. But yeah, you made a deal. You shouldn't have made that deal. And that kind of I was like, no matter how face. shitty the deal is, though, if you, specifically as a father, it doesn't matter what kind of deal you make. But if you make a, a promise or a deal or you make a verbal contract, essentially, with your daughter, it doesn't matter what her age is. You gave her your word you're going to do something, even if it's as shitty mm -hmm. as missing another kid's graduation. You are now teaching her that your word means nothing. Oh, yeah. You don't stand by what you say. 
you lie to get away from confrontation and her feelings aren't valid. So I get why she's like, nah, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. Even though it's a shitty request on Kay's part, the communication was not there. And he's a dick, honestly. The dad also had multiple years in between yeah. to make hey. That update did not help him at any no. at any point. Did it help him? No, you had years to check in, like hey. Just so you know, we're we're doing this. Like, are, it was a legitimate like thing. Was there like a seven year age gap? Uh, what was it? So they're doing the graduation now. Daughter's twenty two. Oh no, I thought it was Amy's eighteen. So it's at four years. So she had four. He had four years to make a, a decision here. Like hey. Just checking in at year three or a year away from graduation or if you're starting your senior year, like, hey, was that a legitimate deal we made or were you just angry in the moment? No, that's something that shouldn't even have been waited to be clarified. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't saying, have walked know, away until I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I understand you're mad, but you know what? Let's take a break and let's talk about this after we all calm mm-hmm. down because that is not a rational request and that's not fair to Amy. Yeah, there's a, there's That's a major... how you approach that. You don't wait three, four fucking years to be like, dude, I wasn't ever going to do it. Like, ah, I got yeah. him. Like, what the fuck? Yes, it was, a, it was a major breakdown in communication because you had that moment like, hey, I understand I really fucked up. You need to, we yeah. both need to calm down and have a discussion later. But you also had, after that point, you still had multiple years to just step in like, hey, She's in high school now, or she's graduating from high school. You had 30 I, seconds to hear that was an ass-backwards request, and mm-hmm. to be like, wait a minute, that sounds... <laughs> and you just like, I would have laughed and been like, honey, this is not a tit-for-tat thingy. I understand I disappointed you, and I will 100% do what I can to make it up, but it's also disgusting. His first reaction is, I'll buy you whatever you want. Yeah, I'll buy your love. Like, yeah, it's like, not a, it's, No, she doesn't... She clearly doesn't want you to buy her love, bro. She wants your time. She yes. wants your attention. She wants that... The same energy you're giving Amy, it feels like. And you're not listening to that emotional call from her. Mm-hmm. And you're blatantly telling her that she doesn't matter. But I, right, bro, keep keep going off, I guess. Weird hill to die on. <laughs> Everyone's the asshole, yeah. except Amy. Because Amy's an innocent <laughs> bystander in all of this. What the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> she was five years old when she walked in. Right, yeah. I'm like, saying. I... <laughs> mess so we'll do one last story because we're all right the hour mark but okay i 43 male was at the park with my 10 pound dog it's a four-year-old alaskan klee kai i don't know the fuck that is on a sunny but hot 77 uh, fahrenheit day and unfortunate for the small part as it offers only a shaded rough area roughly 10 foot by 10 foot thanks to a lone tree no surprise, when we arrived at the park, someone was in the shaded area already. I have a small outdoor, ventilated, about 36 inch in diameter crate. I used to allow some protection, so other than the crowd, people often to it. I set up my own. Uh, I used to offer some protection, so rather than stuff a few feet away, I put the crate with the dog a few feet away from me. Close to the people that were there, I didn't want to encroach on the space myself, but it turned into a, wanted to be clear. And I was waiting to be left alone for the dog to use the shade. As a small northern breed from Alaska, heat is something that I pay particular attention to. So, yeah, a cold breed dog should not be in the heat. Makes sense. I was going to say that's <laughs> that's like bringing a husky to Arizona and living in friggin' what's it called? Like Havasu City. Like, they are not built for that weather. No, they are not. Roughly 45 minutes later, the people get there, get ready to leave. 
I take my earbuds out and start getting ready to move the dog crate over. As the people are about to leave, a woman walks over with her baby and stands right next to them. I look at her for a bit and congratulate but she's ignoring me. At this point, it becomes clear that she's what she's trying to do. Once the people leave, I proceed to move the crate over anyway, even though the woman's standing there. At that point, she finally acknowledges us, but all she says is, really? With a very annoyed tone. As I say, how dare you? I explain to her that I have been waiting here for a long time. She cuts me off and says, but I have a baby. I responded by offering her to share the shade, but she was clearly not isn't interested. At this point, she Wait, is... Wait, they're just waiting. sitting on a bench? This is, it's a shade underneath of a tree. There's one tree in this whole park. And like, hey, I, I, I've been waiting for this couple to leave so I can take the spot, right? Yeah. And then like, hey, I'll share the space with you. And she's like, no, I will not share this space with you because I have a baby and you have a dog. Okay. I just want to make sure I had that correct. Yes. Got it. Okay. At this point, she is waved over her partner as to, as to say, come over here quickly. Her plans seem to involve me not being there at all. He comes over and they talk with each other again as though I don't exist. He turns around and gives me one of those, you're an asshole look, and they both walk away. All in all, nothing incre- incredibly serious happened, but it did make me wonder, am I really the asshole? Uh, no. No, you, you were sitting the, there yeah, first. You, you, you were waiting there first, and then you offered to share the space. I understand that it's a baby, but all you're, you offered to share the space. The dog's in a crate. It's, it's a cold crate. But my whole thing is, if it was really that big of a deal that you guys share the shade, in the time it took you to call over your partner and be passive aggressive of like, really? Mm-hmm. That the dog is in the shade, you're just going to walk off anyway. So you literally were a Cuntosaurus Rex and called over your partner to berate a bitch sitting on a bench <laughs> in a public setting, a very public setting with a dog because you had a baby. I'm sorry, how big is this shaded spot? Could it's you not stand there foot. with the baby? You have a hundred square feet of shade that you it's could a full, have stood. It's a full bedroom. You can sit. That's in how big my literal office was in my apartment in Phoenix. Like, that's literally a hundred square feet that you could have chosen from to sit down with that kid. There was no reason you needed to be right up your ass. If you wanted to sit no. down, sit on the floor. Yeah, they're, they're being unreasonable. And yeah. I, I think the the first time parents. I think the husband did the smart thing. Like, I will. Just give you a look. Like, I was I'm, like, I'll give you a look because my wife's looking at me. But deep down inside, you know, I don't give a fuck. And I know she's in the wrong, but I can't. My can't wife can't upset. not say something. My wife's going to give me shit. So you're guilty by proxy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the fall. Like, I don't want to be here. I know it's just dumb as hell. And I've, I've mm. seen that look of like. <sighs> it's just Colin's face. Really? And you think he's upset. <laughs> yes. Honestly, though, because he's, he's dealing with just some bullshit. Like I know my wife. He's wife's like fucking like, a. I know the bitch is crazy. It's it's the first kid. I'm sorry, but and, and you're an ass. You offered to share, which is <laughs> no. I think, you're like, not the, the asshole most, though. No, it's insane. She's like she, he told me to leave. Well, no, he didn't tell you to leave. He said, "Hey, you want to share the space?" I know, space, but I'm saying I, like that's what the wife said. Oh, I'm sure I'm, she did. I'm just literally imagining this is the old lady She's outside like, your job bye, all bye. over again. And he's like, mm, and I still I'm stand leaving. by that. I still stand by yelling at that old lady because I don't know who the fuck she was talking to, but it, it sure as fuck wasn't going to be me. I'm sitting in my car dropping off this little one, mm-hmm. and I'm stopped. I was stopped to let Alyssa out of the car, and she is, like, beelining. No, I was getting into the car. To the window. I was and, like, let me in. Well, that's right. She was getting in because she pulled the handle, like, worse than the kids trying to break it off. And because he rolled down this, the window instead of unlocking it, I'm like, just let me in. This old lady is like yelling, like yelling at us, and is like flipping us off. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, be for real. This is not happening. This is not happening. And Alyssa's like, just go. 
I work here. Just go. And I'm like, girl, you're wearing a hoodie. Nobody knows that you worked here until you said that. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm just like, mm -mm, ain't nobody going to talk crazy. But then, like, if they do it to Alyssa, like, I have to have her back, too. Like, I would mm -hmm. do it anyway. But when you're not there and, like, I feel like somebody did something weird to Alyssa, I'm like, did they just did they just do that while she's like, no, it's okay. So like, I'm with the husband on this too of like, fuck, now I'm roped into it of being like, hey, I know she's being fucking crazy right now, but fuck you. Right. <laughs> fuck you, I'm sorry. You did the appropriate thing, a look, that's all you like, Such I don't Such a wanna... submissive, like, fuck you look of like, mm. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have that weak energy where like, when you're like, I'm probably, like, I, I know, like, I'm, mm. mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the, uh, for me, the, <laughs> like, yeah, I know, you know, we know exactly we what the know. look is. And the yeah. second we hear, oh, they're going to know it's like the, I, there's no way for me to even express what the face looks like other than like the gritted teeth emoji of just like, mm. yeah. <laughs> all right. Is that it for the night that's already? That's all we have for the night. Yes. That's all she wrote. So that's all we had time for today. But before we head out, I'll tell you where to find us. If you want to send us a pickle or anything you want us to get an opinion on, send it over to the number three, peasinthepicklepod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at the number three, peas in a pickle. If you if you like what you heard today, please give us a review. Send us in some comments, something. Just any kind of contact would be great. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.